Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Man of the Post podcast. Um, for those who tried to listen last week, there was no podcast because my computer shit the bed. I have since bought a new laptop, not a new laptop, a new hard drive for my laptop, and it's working fine now. So let's hope this one gets released. Um, I'm Ross, obviously. Joining me is Adam, Tom, and Colin. Good evening, chaps. Hello there. All right. How has your weekend been, Tom? You've been to uh, some live football on the South Coast this week? The biggest game on the South Coast. <laughs> Goals-wise, anyway. Yeah, quite enjoyable. Uh, we'll come to that in a bit. Adam, Colin, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Good. You've been up north, Colin? I've been up north. I've been out and about and everywhere, really. <laughs> I've been to Buckinghamshire. I've been to Yorkshire. Wow. So uh, I went to Buckinghamshire to pick up a new car. Oh, so... lovely. And then <laughs> went to a 50th birthday party. Nice. Show off the car. Um, it was dark. <laughs> um, and it's a black car, <laughs> oh, okay. so um, no, not particularly. Right. But uh, yeah, back in freezing Chelmsford now. <laughs> and Adam, you had a bit of a nightmare uh, clothing wise yesterday, judging by your tweets. <laughs> yeah, so I spent today. I just stayed in my pajamas today. <laughs> Fair enough. It's the best way to solve that problem. Let's start then with some. Uh, I'm gonna have an open question for you this week, and it's kind of. Ronald Koeman, if anyone remembers back in 93, Colin Will, the other two guys, maybe not so much. He no, uh... was uh, <laughs> quite a villain for the England football team. He hauled down David Platt, wasn't given a penalty, and he should have been sent off. Uh, and he went on to score the winner, didn't he, Colin, to knock basically England out of qualification for the World Cup. Uh-huh. Uh, USA 94. Uh, but he's since uh, he's kind of been reborn as a quite a well-loved manager by most fans in the country. There's a certain set that, that aren't too fond of him. Um, but what I want to ask you is, which guys, which sportsmen, not necessarily footballers, uh, did you previously uh, hate or dislike, but now kind of uh, quite keen on? So we'll start with Adam. Oh, well, I wanted to go last. <laughs> I wasn't going to play by the rules. <laughs> but, um, to play by your rules, I'm going to go for a very similar, but a very similar person in Diego Simeone. Yes, but basically identical. It is actually, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I'm also going to flip reverse it and go for a person who I used to love who I'm now starting to slowly despise and that's okay. Paul Scholes. <laughs> what did you tweet? What do you call him on Twitter the other day? Hired gob or Rent- something? Rent a gob. Rent a gob, that's it. <laughs> Just where's this come from? The person yeah. didn't used to speak at all. Now has an opinion on every single thing. Yeah. <laughs> and also, during the, if anyone saw him in the... In the um, the half time, well, the whole thing, but when he was pitch side on ITV, he was shuffling around like some sort of fidgety child who had too much lemonade. <laughs> Stand still. <laughs> All right, Tom, anything from you? Uh, well, quite a lot of contenders. <laughs> most of the most of the Portsmouth team from the last five years. 
like them when they come to the club and then they turn out to be shit and I care. <laughs> but this question's kind of different for me because it's about Ronald Koeman and so basically you're asking me someone who I didn't care about and now I don't like. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I'll, I'll play by the rules. <laughs> Thanks. I like Adam. <laughs> and I'm going to go for a boring answer that I know you're going to moan at me for, but I, I love Robbie Savage. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just because he's a, such a clown and he sounds <laughs> ridiculous and he looks ridiculous. I just, I just don't know how you guys don't like him. I do quite enjoy his fact that he doesn't give a shit what people think about him and he carries on regardless. How much do you reckon it will cost to single-handedly vote him to have to do the scorpion things all the time? Is he going to the jungle? I miss this. Yeah, I think so. <gasps> Is he, oh, that's amazing. I'm watching. Because <laughs> I'm willing to to bear that personal expense. Colin, we can bring back on the football again. No, we can't. actually relevant. Yes, this yes year. we can. Yes, we can. <laughs> Danny Mills going in there as well. Oh, God, I hope so. I hope he can stay there as well. <coughs> good choice Colin it's ironic because David James is the one who needs the money <laughs> he's in India he's raking it in now what must his hair be like in that humidity <laughs> player manager as well unbelievable Colin, Colin what have you got does it have to be football uh, no any sports person um, well I didn't particularly like him at the time because I thought he was a bit full of himself but I've actually grown a bit to like David Coulthard and okay. his massive face. <laughs> his huge chin. I, I don't know what that says about me. It could just be that the rest of the BBC staff are awful. Um, so, so he's not, he's, he's the least worst. Um, <laughs> but, but also maybe a slight mention. I, I, I don't think I really should be saying this, but there's a little tendency in me to say Roy Keane. Uh, yeah. You know, he's, yeah. I thought, I thought his punditry was good. Again, no, I always liked Roy Keane. I never liked him as a player. I thought he was nasty, but and I don't approve of people writing books. But some of the stuff he's come out with is is comedy gold. Is that just um, a general comment? You don't like people writing books. <laughs> Isn't he? He's also a good manager. People don't give him any credit for that. Mm. I'm fuming at that answer. To be fair. I hate the man. That, that that wasn't an official answer. That was <laughs> sort of that that was like a, a sidebar. sidebar. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right, let's talk about this is, we have podcasts that are off the record. <laughs> yeah, we do. Last week's. <laughs> I haven't heard what I said about Shane Long. I can talk about him brilliantly this week. Uh, let's talk about Liverpool and Chelsea. Though they kicked off uh, the weekend with a quite entertaining game. Gary Cahill was involved all over the place with this one. Uh, he scored. Uh, I personally think he should have had a penalty given against him, maybe two. Uh, he yeah, got a deflection on the Emery Chan shot, which went past uh, Courtois. Oh, I thought that's what you meant when you said he scored. Oh well, yeah. We saw the we saw the uh, goal line technology that ball did cross the line thanks to Mignolet basically dragging it over the line for him, and uh, Costa got the winner. Quite a good game, quite entertaining. Thoughts on Liverpool's. Uh, performance really resting all those players <laughs> in the Champions League worked out well didn't it <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm. they, the team that actually played against Rail should have got a game really they did much better than this mm. one starting to unravel around about the neck now and if that <laughs> you're in real trouble because <laughs> it starts to not really be a garment then they no. maybe get to tie it together and wear it as a cape when it's supposed to be <laughs> 
Brendan Rodgers in knitted cape. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title of this podcast. Knitted tie. So. <laughs> Chelsea just look the same as they always look, don't they? They just don't look like they're going to lose at any point. No, I was very surprised that um, I missed the first five minutes because I was still trying to buy my lunch while I was dressed as a complete moron. <laughs> but um, so when I got back and I started watching from about five five-ish minutes gone, and I'd, I'd seen the team lineups while I was out, and um, I when I saw Ramirez was playing, I thought, as ironic, he's he's giving Liverpool more respect than he gave Manchester United. <laughs> But he right wing he played, as well. Yeah, he played him out wide. Yeah. It just wasn't working. Very odd. He had to see that it, Matic was just being was being outnumbered at times, and he just needed to to push Oscar out wide and bring mm. Ramirez and play him alongside Matic and put Fabregas in the middle. And I think that they would have much more control over the game. Yeah, Fabregas was caught wandering quite a bit, wasn't he, out the field? But then that's the kind of player he is. What he does. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I thought um, Sterling was quite unlucky to get booked for being punched in the face. Have you seen yeah, yeah. <laughs> not sure what I'm not sure what that was about. No, full on arm in the face by Ramirez, who got a free kick and a yellow for Sterling. I think those bookings are always harsh because he's not. He's just standing. He's standing his ground. He shouldn't have to move out the way no. so someone can get round him. <laughs> no, but it wasn't even a foul. That's the thing, though, was it? There was nothing. It was just nothing. No. You just run into someone. Yeah, it's two players colliding. Just let it go. Happens. Yeah. It happens every game. And there's so many more. bookings for it when players just run straight into other players. Yeah, especially the ones and when you see them always, look at the player. It always ends up looking like a foul because mm. the player who's running get, goes down in a dramatic way. But the player, the defender, is just, he's just standing still most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, why should he move out of the way? <laughs> yeah, give them a free run to the goal. Does anyone see the um, the post match interview with Ray Stubbs with um, John Terry and Matic, where um, Matic's English clearly isn't all that, so Ray Stubbs <laughs> decided to keep treat him like some sort of exchange student. <laughs> no, I missed this. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll find it. I'll send the video. Mate. I will tweet it out. Later. <laughs> oh, excellent. Now, let's talk about Burnley. Burnley got their first one of the season. Ashley Barnes, famously not better than Luke Varney. Yeah, Colin. You all remember that. His stats mm-hmm. on football manager aren't better than Luke Barney's, apparently, but now Premier League goal scorer. Uh, they beat Hull. Hull, uh, not doing too well, are they, actually? Kind of escaped a lot of the criticism this season, but 11 points from 11 games. And due to the fact there being been a few worse teams in them, they're still in relative safety, but this is a game you thought they would have won, probably. Well, the thing is, Burnley had to... Is this the first win of the season? Yeah, uh, I think I it's, they've been building up. They're getting, uh, they were getting yeah. closer and closer. <laughs> yeah, that, it had to. It had to come at some point. I mean, I, th- I think I think Burnley's Achilles heel is that if they're going to get wins, they're going to get it like this by by an, a goal. Mm. You know, one nil. I, I don't think they're going to score too many in, in any of the games. Um, but is anybody? I know Hull did some good business, but is anybody really surprised that Hull are fifteenth? I mean, I think they had a, an outstanding season last season. Um, I don't think you can look much into positions at the moment. Now point, there's, there's a point separating almost every place. Mm. So uh, you, have, you have two wins and you're in the top half again. Yeah. So I think they, they think Hull are the sort of team that will go through really bad patches and really good patches. It's the sort of team that if a few of the players are playing well, the rest of the team will all play well with them. That, yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. But good for Burnley, though. That, 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 the, uh, the Derby record points low is uh, well within sight now. Only four points away from it. <laughs> Every, just take everything off as you get there. <laughs> Can we get 11 points? Yeah. <laughs> well, they've got seven. Four away. Also, they returned, they returned to what people who know more about the championship than me, which isn't very many, <laughs> um, have told me was was more of their sort of um, their bread and butter in their play. Um, Benny Ings looked very lively along the front line and they got an assist from um, from their right back. Tipia, who, yeah. who was supposed to be their, I think he was their highest assist maker last season. Yeah, he, he was forever bombing up and down that wing. Yeah, um, Danny Ings just looked very in in the the build up play to the goal. He looked very mobile mm. with the ball running out to Tipio because he's tried to smash a shot against someone's sh- someone's face. But <laughs> was that they, a, they all count? Was that a championship stat from Adam? <laughs> <laughs> it was. He must have heard that from someone else. <laughs> it's taken five years, but Adam is growing as a person now. He's, <laughs> he's learning championship stats. Regressing as a person. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Man United won. Crystal Palace nil. Juan Massa with the strike. Uh, what's his face? Neil Warnock wasn't very happy, but then he never is, really. Um, it's a win, really, for Man United. Was it very impressive? It's ironic that they've played Chelsea and they've played Manchester City and they've, every time they've a draw and a loss and Van Gaal's been happy with their displays and they come out and play against Palace, win the game, but absolutely shit the bed. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a win. It's, it's the best you yeah. like for in a football game, really. But that, that's exactly that. It's very uneventful. <laughs> I, I've got literally, I've got nothing to say, other than they were bad. Uh, same here, really. Was, let's move on. Uh, Saints two, Leicester nil. Two goals for the brilliant Shane Long, who I didn't definitely didn't forget that they'd signed in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> um, what Leicester's defence was doing for that second goal I have no idea just let him just run past you and all just stand still and watch him and as good as Michael is he's going to get beaten one on one quite often we've seen that over the years didn't we Colin but uh, good finish for the first strike as well it's good that he's finally uh, contributed to their season really I was looking at um, some of the stats of some of their players the Southampton players on um, fantasy football mm. And have is it just me or in eleven games have Saints kept seven clean sheets? Really, I think so. Well, yeah, they, looking, they've looking quite at a lot the of number nil of, wins recently. Yeah, looking at the they've, number won, of they've time, won the last they've won the last three or four games to nil, haven't they? Yeah. Wow, looking at this, Fraser Forster scored six points, which is a typical clean sheet performance from a goalkeeper in the last four games. <laughs> and they play Aston Villa next. <laughs> Bump that goal difference up a bit for them. We're going to be looking at club records soon. <laughs> what I will say is they're playing Aston Villa next, but then they play Manchester City, Arsenal and Manchester United mm. in a row. The end of November, beginning of December is not going to be a very nice... Well, it could even not be a very nice time for them or it could be the... Best time ever. ...making of them. <laughs> yeah. Three teams that are actually below them at the minute and not really playing great. We saw Arsenal today. Uh, stutter and City yesterday stutter and Man United have well they're nine points behind Saints already this season you know that could be the make or break of this season for them really like Amarino almost forgot about them in his post-match conference did you see that? 
about, mentioned <laughs> no, about I, his rivals. No, I didn't. But what I enjoyed was it in again in that Matic um, thing, just to dismiss City when he talked about how happy he was about the win. He talked about it because of how many points it put them clear of Southampton. <laughs> That's all going well for them. Leicester, on the other hand, they're in the relegation zone now. Been a while without a win. Chris Wood missed a confidence-shattering one-on-one as well. Which would have... Uh, just, just to get a goal kind of sometimes lifts the spirits around the club. And, and that's a tough road for them this year. I think they may struggle. Uh, let's talk about West Ham nil, Villa nil. What a game. Why? <laughs> <laughs> what a game. <laughs> Because Stuart Downing's been called back up to the England squad and he's bound to be using that number 10 role, isn't he? I missed something. Did Gareth Barry get called up to the England squad? Has he? Well, I'm, I'm sure I heard someone saying about that because he t- was taking off injured today. Right. And they said, oh, that will... I'm sure I overheard someone on Sky saying that could put his position in the England team in jeopardy. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> in fact, I... You guys keep on talking. Don't let me stop you talking about West Ham Villa. Why I research? <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, nil nil. Um, it's a point for Villa on the plus side. So, they started uh, the game with a point. <laughs> yeah, true. That's literally the the least you can get out of a game, isn't it? Really, uh, if you're starting nil nil. Um, yeah, six league defeats in a row before that. <sighs> West Ham would be quite disappointed, won't they, with this? Yes. I, yeah. <laughs> I think, think everyone's disappointed with this game. I think things are depressing us. Yeah. All right. Uh, QPR 2, Man City 2. What a game this was. Charlie Austin had a hell of an afternoon. Uh, let's talk about the Joe Hart incident first. It is in the rules that it's uh, the ball should have gone back to him for a free kick, was it? Or take the kick properly? Yeah. I don't really understand it. It was a bit annoying because it was an excellent finish. Um, Joe Hart obviously thought he fucked up because he, he tried to make a save. And he got beaten in his near post. Yeah, big time. But it doesn't, that, I know, that, that might be the rule and fair enough that the ref made the right decision but it doesn't seem like the rule's right. This is what I thought. Why, why should a defence fuck up and get another chance? Mm. Yeah, I agree. I thought that it was really harsh on them to be fair. I, mean, I don't really like defending a Redknapp team, but I don't know. It it seemed like you've made a mistake. But then is it the rule that the, the, the touch with his left foot, that would have had to have gone out of the area for it to be a live ball? That's that's correct. That's how I understand it, yeah. Well, you can't touch the ball twice, whether it's accidental or not, yeah. can you? So I'm sure that's, that yeah, would I be think... the ball in the first place. Yeah, there's three separate parts of this, which I think Lineker laid out on match of day last night. But I don't know. City looks so bad at the back, though. I mean, that that came literally off the back of uh, Austin being uh, a goal that's allowed for probably the most offside goal I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't know how a striker can think he's onside. <laughs> yeah, he actually started to celebrate, didn't he, as well? Yeah. You. <laughs> there was no defender <laughs> within seven yards of you. <laughs> yeah, but. How much? How much does City spend on that Mangala? Uh, Thirty-two million, I think. That's not looking like a very good business at the moment, is it? <laughs> no, no, he looks like he doesn't know what he's doing. He's shaky, isn't he? Yeah. He's just always, he's one of those defenders that just always looks like he's about to make a mistake. Mm. You're never comfortable, even if you're five nil up with him on the pitch. <laughs> 
Yeah, him and Demichelis had a hell of an afternoon. Great own goal from Demichelis as well in this one. That ball from Charlie Austin, though, it, it had goal written all over it from the minute it left his boot. It was just whipped in with such pace that any sort of touch was going to take it past Joe Hart. But two goals from Sergio Aguero. Uh, the first one was offside and handball, but was still given. Uh, the second one, though, was lovely. little uh, take around two defenders. and Yeah, he's doing well, isn't he? <laughs> Top scorer in the league. Just keeps getting goals every week. The, the thing is, you just get the feeling it's not enough, though. They're sort of scraping points. But meanwhile, Chelsea are just doing what Chelsea do and just going about the business. Yeah. Just taking teams out with ease. <coughs> uh, right, let me find the reports from today. The BBC website's not working for me for some reason. Okay. I think the key, the key thing from today is there's going to be one very happy man and uh, his name might be Alan Pardew. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, we'll come to that game in a second. Uh, Sunderland 1, Everton 1. Adam, uh, late, Leighton Baines penalty rescued a point. Yeah, that's all I've got because I had to watch Newcastle. <laughs> had to watch it. I didn't even watch it. <laughs> it was just on. Uh, I watched Andy Murray. <laughs> God, that's bad. Uh, but, it's a better result for Sunderland after some of their recent performances but yeah point for everything saved a point considering we were losing yeah yeah uh, Tottenham did what Tottenham do and lose after European games they lost to Stoke 2-1 Bojan scored uh, Jonathan Walters scored Chatty scored for Tottenham and Carl Norton was sent off in the 85th minute uh, don't, they lose before, don't they lose before European games as well <laughs> just more often than not now down to 12th in the table. Pochettino's time must be running short. Must be time for Levy to sack a manager, yeah. <laughs> is Sherwood still around or did he left the club, didn't he? He did, yeah. Oh, who can they bring in now? I was listening, <coughs> uh, I, I was driving this afternoon. Ronald Koeman will probably be the <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, driving and uh, so obviously I couldn't watch anything and uh, but I could enjoyed the delights that is Cole Collymore, um, <laughs> which was inundated with Spurs fans. Um, and the general consensus seemed to be that they're not really sure what's going on there. Um, and that they're not necessarily having a go at Pochettino because they're saying that the Spurs players, there seems to be something about them that they don't seem to do it for any manager, mm. uh, whether it be AVB or Sherwood or, or now Pochettino. Um, you missed a, you've missed the name off there of someone they did do it for, though, haven't you, Colin? <laughs> Just down the road at Loftus Road. Harry. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's true, I suppose. Um, they're, getting, they're getting booed in the first half today. Time where? No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've spent a lot of money, but it's it's they've made a lot of money as well from the players they've sold. Yeah. So financially, they're not in a bad shape. They're going to build their new stadium, which is going to be great. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I think possibly Spurs are going to have to go down the route of having to sort of look at some of the players they've got that they've spent a fortune on, people like Lamella, and say, look, we're going to have to try and flog some of these guys off. Mm. Um, 
And who is it who's after Hugo Lloris? Um, is it Real Madrid? Real Madrid, Perth yeah. Germain. He, he, he could be gone. Um, Have they got Brad Friedel on the bench still? Tottenham? Yeah, yeah when, he's not, when he's not a match of the day two slagging Tottenham off. <laughs> Maybe must have been some awkward training sessions this week. <laughs> Uh, Pochettino last week blamed the fact that White Hart Lane's pitch is um, too narrow. Now Go everyone, somewhere else then. Well, everyone knows who plays for manager. You could adjust this at the start of the season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make it wider. Go for the maximum available. Only so far, though, Russ. Surely, like there are physical constraints to that. Well, yeah, you, you can't go into the stands, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they can make it right next to the stands. Have a really short throwing area. <laughs> but still. That, that, that just quickly that reminds me of Dennis Wise when he took over in charge of Leeds mm. and he, he came out with a whole list of what the problems were at Leeds and one of them was the pitch is too big <laughs> my, my, my players are having to run around too much and it's like really Dennis oh yeah the other pitches are smaller for other clubs so they've got an advantage yeah and we got relegated that season yeah <laughs> well you know how Tottenham can fix this don't you <laughs> get a new stadium well, go play at Milton Keynes. <laughs> the MK Spurs. What's the pitch like there? No idea. Nobody knows. Uh, West Brom nil, Newcastle 2. Pardew manager of the month must, must be, surely. Four wins on the bounce. Well, it's difficult, Ross. It's only the... Te- it's only the... Oh, we're going to keep this going. <laughs> well, he's only probably got to win one more game to get money because it's an international break. <laughs> exactly. He's laughing. Do you reckon the website sackpardew.com's uh, lost a few hits in the last few weeks? <laughs> yes, almost certainly. No, I reckon it's probably got more, but just ironic hits. <laughs> yeah, people like us checking it. If there's such a thing. <laughs> Down for maintenance. <laughs> Convenient. <laughs> yes. But, but, I mean, the thing is, if you look at the last five games, Newcastle are the form team in the Premier League, along with Chelsea. Madness. They're two, po- they're two points outside a Champions League spot. <laughs> They're on level points with Man United this season. What, however, though, this what will be to be fair, what will be infuriating for a for a Newcastle fan is that we all know what's going to happen. That they probably will win their next game, and they might win another one after that, maybe another one after that. But then they'll just they'll get to where they need to get, and then they'll just shut their season down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If they get to January, we'll be safe, and sell that Perez fella. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh... and and again, there's there's another caller on on the uh, phone-ins, and uh... always another caller, Colin. Yeah, <laughs> and it was a Newcastle fan, and he was saying, "Yeah, you know, some people have had a go at Pardew, but there's no there's no other manager out there who's available who's any better than Alan Pardew." <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. No. And and uh, Stan said, uh, "David Moyes, <laughs> no, 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 don't rate him." Um, Tony Pulis, nah, 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 he's rubbish. So, um, yeah, the the the, the party factor's growing. So he's a, he's a gift that keeps giving. So I, I just want him to stay forever. He actually is. To be fair, he's brilliant entertainment for us. Uh, and then the final game on the, this weekend then was Swansea beating Arsenal two one. Uh, Cam Chambers had a bit of a nightmare, didn't he, Tom? You won't see a worse performance at right back this season. <laughs> I don't think. He, I kind of feel a bit sorry for him because. At the start of the season, I know knew, know a few Arsenal fans, and they're saying he was he was one of their best players at the start of the year. Mm. But I don't understand why he's playing right back against a pacey winger, yes. and Nacho Monreal is playing <laughs> centre back against a big striker. <laughs> it, 
swap the two round and your problem's solved, isn't it? Do you yeah. know what that's called? It's called having six defenders. <laughs> that's the problem. But you say at the beginning of the season he was their best player. I'd say that the, I watched the first half of this game. In the beginning of the game, he had... I thought he had an okay time. There was one... I've never seen such a good defensive clearance header from underneath his own far post. Mm. He just got so much height and he got it away. Uh, Richard Dunn would have put it in his own net. But I know that's <laughs> yeah, not but that's awful... not... He yeah. put anything in his own net. Okay, I need to say he... someone else. <laughs> yeah. That's a bad example. Jamie Cat, oh, no. Um... <laughs> nice goal from Sanchez, though. And uh, another one from Sanchez. From Chamberlain, Welbeck. It's a really good link-up play. Mm. It's just the... But then they just threw it away again. It's the two that they let in at the problem, Russ. Yeah. Sign some defenders, Arsene. That Montero looks like a decent player. Yeah. He gave Chambers, in that second half, Chambers just, he got beaten so many, I don't think he made a tackle. No. He went, just walked around him every single time. (laughs) It was, it was almost painful to watch. It was like the kid on, it was like the kid you call up late on a Sunday morning. (laughs) Can you play? Can you play right back just to stay out (laughs) of the way? And they stick, and they find out like 10 minutes into the game, their best player plays left wing. (laughs) And but the, the manager's too stubborn to move him, so he just gets torn a new arsehole for ninety minutes. Yeah. And it, it, it ended up just walking around it for the second goal for for to put on a plate for Gomez. Yeah, he couldn't really. It's a cracking header. But um, what was the you had an issue with Martin Tyler's commentary? Uh, Adam, didn't you? And his references to uh, Fabianski in this game. Oh yeah, well, he suggested that the only reasons that. Um... That Fabianski didn't make it at Arsenal as he kept on getting injured. <laughs> and that when he did play, he wasn't very good. <laughs> yeah, that would be it. I think the injuries are, are less critical in that part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but most the, the, You can have a lot of criticism with a lot of people. To, I'm fairly sure that I heard Gary Neville talk about how this was um, Luke Shaw's most best performance this week. Most this, best. From, yeah. <laughs> that happened. Excellent. So... Yeah. Let's not just single out Tyler for the criticism here. <laughs> no, they're all as bad. Old Pinev is up to it too. Pinev. <laughs> all right, let's talk about some championship football. Uh, let's not get too excited, Colin, but Leeds won a game. It doesn't count against Blackpool. No, this is my thoughts. Yeah, well. even, even I bet on that <laughs> against Blackpool. Lee Clark, Leeds... can't, Lee Clark can't manage a winning side, can he? <laughs> Yeah, Leeds do seem to have a habit of uh, seriously pissing on Lee Clark's chips. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when he saw that it was Leeds coming up, he must have thought, oh, bloody hell, like, you know, it was like, not them lot again. And it was a game Where's of two halves. So... <laughs> <laughs> Northumberland. But he's been out of the county for a while. So he's been in Blackpool. Ah, right. So he's picked up a bit of Lancashire, okay. you see. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> Speak for the um, yeah, and some Rastafarian. <laughs> <laughs> but he was—it uh, was again two halves again, like Leeds always seem to do. Uh, first half good, second half not so good. Um, but I think, as you guys said, you know, if it had been another team, Leeds could have been maybe on a bit of a sticky wicket in the second half. Uh, Blackpool got a goal back, but um, no, it was enough to secure uh, Neil Redfern's first win as permanent head coach. Until he gets back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice goal for yeah. Liam Cooper, though. Lovely strike from a centre-back. Volleyed into the net. 
from outside the box. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you know if you look at the league position and everybody knows what the championships like, but a little bit similar to how we said about the Adam bottom Dunley. half of the well, <laughs> the bottom half of the Premier League. But I don't, you know, you hear on a few forums people saying our oh, Leeds are going to be in a relegation fight. All this, I, I don't think so at all. Because I think Leeds are playing the best football I've seen for like the last two, two and a bit years. Yeah, just defending is um, the issue. Defending and also, just, well, until today, not scoring enough. Mm. Um, but then again, it was Blackpool. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not too worried. I think it's, unfortunately, I think it's going to be one of those seasons where it's going to be good days, it's going to be bad days, but it's going to be a mid-table season for Leeds, I think. Yeah, we'll lose two, we'll win one. And, and of course, another winding-up order. Ah, oh, of course. Not a big goes by without one of those. Uh, yeah. Derby 5, Wolves nil. Derby romped back to the top of the table. Put Wolves um, firmly in their place. Uh, Brighton 1, Blackburn 1, Fulham... Uh, got another win. They beat Huddersfield 3-1. McCormack um, with a goal. Nice, nice strike from outside the box. Uh, Millwall's help the heroes kits didn't really help them too much. They lost 3-2 to Brentford. I didn't see any pictures of this, but I heard about it. And how was that allowed? <laughs> yeah, you mentioned this a few weeks back when we talked about it. Yeah. I don't know. It's, they're doing it for the heroes. Everything's allowed for the heroes, Adam. Mm. Adam hates heroes. That's what we've found out today. <laughs> uh, Forrest beat Norwich. Uh to break that poor run they were on. Uh, Bowen beat Wigan on Friday night. What an awful game that must have been. Uh, it finished 3-1, but Bolton and Wigan, I reckon there's probably about 700 people there, maybe. Uh, 16 and uh, 21st and 22nd, respectively, for those two. It's not been a great season for either of them. Uh, How could you be below last? <laughs> below last? Surely that's 20th. No, there's 24 teams in the Championship, though. Oh, <laughs> just diluting the rubbish even more. <laughs> and uh, Charlton got a win away at Reading. Uh, Charlton doing quite well. Eighth, eighth place this season. Only lost two games all season. Going well under the radar. Uh, let's talk about some FA Cup. It's been the first round uh, action this weekend. Uh, Tom, you went to Gosport Borough versus Colchester United. It did. It was quite good in the end. It was quite good. Plenty of action. Plenty of action. The first, it was it was embarrassing for the first half an hour. Because <laughs> gospel were abysmal. They couldn't string couldn't string one pass together. <laughs> like it was like it was pretty much like watching a it was watching Sunday League. It's not like watching it was watching Sunday League. <laughs> but yeah, they went three 0 down after twenty five minutes. Oops. Colchester was just far too good. Their yeah. movement and attack. And everything, but Freddie Sears is a good striker, isn't he? Yeah, and uh, Sanchez Watt on the wing as well. Oh, really? Formerly, yeah. So <laughs> two ex Premier League youngsters, yeah, playing at Privet Park. <laughs> <laughs> so, they disgraced yeah. themselves, though, did they? Second half. No, they 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 scored a couple of decent goals. They, yeah. Bennett, Justin Bennett, always scores goals, no matter what level mm. he's been there. Years now, but yeah, they they didn't disgrace themselves. They were probably the better team in the second half. They just gave themselves too much to do. They were, if, of the six goals, three or four of them were just so sloppy. I mean, yeah, like, you'd be you'd be again in Sunday league. You'd be embarrassed to concede them. They were <laughs> terrible. Just like a, a three missed clearances in a row and a scuffed shot that trickled in. Yeah, that just reminds me of playing Sunday league football. Just with the goalkeeper shouting, clear it! And I think I think for the third goal, which was a penalty uh, for Colchester, I think the ref had realised the game was over and felt pity because Brett Pope, Gosport centre-back, 
has just completely hacked out Freddie Sears when he's about <laughs> to shoot from about the penalty spot. No other defenders anywhere near. Yeah. And somehow only got a yellow. <laughs> but yeah, I think at that point the ref thought, oh, I can't send him off. This could be double figures. Yeah. A little bit of sympathy for the, the lower league team, or the non-league team. But I think Colchester, uh, <coughs> I did enjoy the Colchester fans because they've got a, a history of losing to non-league teams. <laughs> after after um, half an hour when they were 3-0 up, they were singing, uh, we're going to lose 4-3, <laughs> which was quite entertaining. That's a bit of gallows humour. Uh, Coventry lost to non-league Worcester City. Not great for them. Good for uh, 3,000 travelling fans. Yeah, incredible. When That's... their home... Average league gate is 400. Yeah, so. I was going to say, let's see where they are next week for the home game. Uh, Pompey 2-2 with older shots on. Not great. Uh, it, apparent, I, obviously, I wasn't there, but everyone, everything on Twitter said dire, <laughs> rubbish, Paul Roberts sent off as well. Uh, lucky. <laughs> outplayed was used a lot as well. It sounded, rub- it sounded rubbish again. Mm. It just, it's, I don't know with Pompey at the moment. One week they're look like it's too easy and they're too good for the team and then the next week they just don't turn up which is yeah. so inconsistent frustrating yeah uh, any other surprise results from this weekend um, yes, Chester won away at Southend didn't they oh yeah the league team I think Warrington get on the Friday they win oh, yeah Warrington beat Exeter nice always good to Somehow. see Somehow, I finished work early on Friday night and watched the last half an hour of it they cleared the ball off the line about eight times <laughs> And and Robbie Savage, your 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 favourite was commentating. Uh, but it was on mute, so I couldn't I couldn't hear the delight. Uh, he was Robbie. actually commentating. Yes. Wow. Okay. Was, was he doing? Was he shrieking like normal when he when there's almost a goal? It it was different. Um, <laughs> but I mean, just just a question from me. I mean, on a scale of one to ten, Adam, how much happiness is, is the FA the return of the FA Cup? giving you 10, 10 being high one being low <laughs> I mean, the FA Cup in November I mean I, I know Adam you, you were obviously watching Warrington's win on Friday night live on BBC <laughs> against Exeter when you saw that face of, of the plasterer who scored the goal um, you know what shrieking, it, yes yes it's 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 magic isn't it isn't it Adam over to you <laughs> I, I'm just confused because this is the 2014 FA Cup, isn't it? But I'm very sure Arsenal have already won that. <laughs> I, I literally watched the. I don't get it. <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10. Alright, uh, we've got a few minutes before we have to leave, so let's do a little bit of gossip roundup from the papers then, shall we? Uh, let's see what we've got. Uh, I didn't agree to this. <laughs> Let's get your opinions on it. David Moyes is going to become the new Real Sociedad manager. Is that the team that Chris Coleman used to manage? Pass. Next question. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Doing terribly in the Liga. Perfect place they for boys. Sold their best player. <laughs> Perfect place for Moyes to re- rehab his career. Then, uh, top manager. Okay. Pochettino is set to sign Jay Rodriguez for twenty million pounds. I think it actually is quite though. Yeah. Stop giving Southampton more money. 
Um, Arsenal are trying to buy Goncalo Guedes, 17, who is regarded as the new Cristiano Ronaldo. But the Benfica star will cost them £40 million for a 17-year-old. Wasn't Nani supposed to be the next Ronaldo? That's <laughs> what it's out. Like. that worked out. To be fair, Ronaldo was £80 million, so this is cheap. <laughs> True. Well, Ronaldo, he was, what, £12 million, wasn't he, when he was 18? Yeah. In inflation. inflation. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Liverpool want uh, Asmo Begovic in January. I can see that happening. They want to get rid of me. Like Valdez on a free. <laughs> oh yeah, we said this it. last week. Begovic may be slightly cheaper in the wages, but yeah, add that ten million transfer fee on top. Probably going to spend the same amount of money. Uh, red striker Fabio Barini is wanted by Inter Milan in a fourteen million pound deal. Cut your losses. Sell him. Fourteen million for Barini. I don't understand how this guy has been sold for so much money previously and how he's still worth so much money uh, Arsenal and Tottenham have joined Manchester United in waiting to sign in wanting to sign 31 year old Barcelona right back Danny Alves whose contract expires next summer maybe Arsenal might actually get a right back to replace Sanya Just still, not, not, a right still not, he's not a right back still not a defender though is it no true perfect for Arsenal <laughs> Tottenham only got Carl Walker defend. yeah he'd fit in Tottenham have already got England's uh, best young right back in Kyle Walker. Young player of the year. <laughs> and I've literally got no idea who Man United's right back is. So. Wow. Rafael Valencia, Chris Smalling. <laughs> yeah. No a them. random 18-year-old. Whoever they can find on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, Real Madrid are willing to sell Gareth Bale to Manchester United in January and plan to move for Chelsea's Eden Hazard as a replacement. That won't happen, will it? That sounds like nonsense to me. That sounds like someone's desperate for a story and wanted to make up something big. <laughs> Doesn't, yeah, not buying it. I can see them trying to sign Hazard, but just keeping is Bale it, as uh, well. Is this like a call my bluff thing where you just read out? What, um, <laughs> Am I lying? Um, we got to wait. Is it, is it a fake story? I'm, I'm going for that one's the fake one. That's the odd one out. It's in the Metro, so it probably is a complete lie. Yeah, definitely yeah. lie. Uh, Arsenal, Chelsea and Man United are all interested in buying Benfica forward Tal- Talska. Who's twenty and is valued at thirty-five million? Is he? Is he really? He's playing <laughs> in Portugal. No one's valued at that much. <laughs> uh, Barcelona defender Gerard Piquet will turn down a return to Manchester United to seal a switch to Chelsea in a January transfer window. That seems odd to me. Mm. What are Chelsea going to do with him? They've got enough. To, they've what one? They've played Gary Cahill and John Terry every minute of their eleven Premier League games so far, and they're unbeaten. Yeah, <laughs> and they've spent about fifteen million on Zuma as backup, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They could play Ivanovic there. And they've <laughs> also got that kid who played the really Aryan-looking kid who played at the end of last season. Uh, yeah, they've got Nathan Akai as well, who's a pretty good young centre back. So, t- why do you need Gerard Piquet for? What? Yeah, just <laughs> Man United let that slip if that's Bait. actually going to happen. Bait. <laughs> it's from the Metro again. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Metro. That should be a new quiz. <laughs> we'll do that next week. I love it. Uh, Liverpool want to give Raheem Sterling a hundred grand a week and a sixty million pound buyout clause to ward off interest from Real Madrid. I can definitely believe that. Yeah. Well, I've got I've got two points. A throwing 60 money. Million, a sixty million pound buyout clause is not going to wear off Real Madrid. <laughs> no, sixty million. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Two, why do you even need a buyout clause? This is England. Exactly. It's not necessary. Just don't have a buyout clause. Just keep saying no. Yeah. (laughs) Just the word no. Yeah. Or 120 million. Just double it. (laughs) 
<coughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much all of the, uh, the Sunday lies from the papers. Um, England boss Roy Hodgson has backed Man United striker Wayne Rooney to break P- Peter Shilton's England world uh, record caps. What is he, 29? Uh, He's got 100. Yeah, that's definitely going to happen, surely. I don't know, it's not a caps. Is, is, it, uh, is it 129 Shilton has? Colin? I'm not sure off the top of my head, but that sounds like... Um... Again, this is the thing. Roy's in a, a lose-lose situation, isn't he? Because he's, he's obviously been asked by a journalist, do you think Wayne will beat Peter Chilton's record? <laughs> the only answer he can give <laughs> yeah, if he says is no. yes. If he says no, it's like, he's got really? no chance, mate. Put your money on Chilton, because I'm, I'm going to drop this guy. You know, it's like, so what's he got to say? He's got to say yes, hasn't he? So Yeah, fair enough. A uh, quick mention of the England squad before we go. Um, the goalkeepers are, as expected, Forster, Foster and Hart. Uh, defenders Leighton Baines, Gary Cahill, Chambers, Nathaniel Klein, Gibbs, Jake Elka, Shaw and Smalling somehow makes it in there, unbelievably. Anything, anyone stand out there? Klein getting his first cap? No, Klein was in the last England squad. Yes, but there's no uh, pointless Glenn Johnson this time, so he might have to play. Have we, <laughs> we just got a friendly against Scotland? Yes. No, no, we've got a qualifier. Uh, Slovenia, is it? Slovenia. Mm. So that's a friendly as well, basically. <laughs> so it's two meaningless friendlies. We've already qualified. Yeah. We beat Switzerland in the first game. We qualified. <laughs> uh, the midfielders are actually, we'd expect, really. Ross Barkley's back in the fold. Carrick's back in there somehow. Uh, Stuart Downing. Uh, Jordan Henderson, Adam Lallana, James Milner, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, Raheem Sterling, Andrew Townsend, Jack Wilshire, and Theo Walcott being included as a midfielder. Theo Walcott has played about 20 minutes. <laughs> Two um, sets of 20 minutes. <laughs> no, <it> wasn't. <laughs> he didn't even play. He, play, he didn't even play that long right, the game before, did he? And I'm fairly sure that Carrick has played two, uh, one and a half games. Yeah, one of them at centre back. Yes, <laughs> one of them was at centre back. <laughs> Fair enough. And then our strikers uh, competition winner, Ricky Lambert. Wayne Rooney, Danny Welbeck, and Sado Berahino, Colin. Yeah, that won't last. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the thing chance. is, well, the thing is, though, yeah, you might as well give him a chance, might you? I mean, in, in the games that are coming up, yeah. just see how he does. Okay. That or Peter Crouch, isn't it? So, <laughs> well, Andy Carroll's not fit yet, is he? So, the um... will be back in January. Did anyone see how good the the save was from? Um... Griezmann from Andy Carroll's first touch. No. That just an absolute. Andy Carroll had an absolutely thumping header, and um, Griezmann just pulls off an absolutely brilliant one-handed save. Oh. Well, Griezmann, the uh, midfielder. Uh, well, yes, that's how impressive it was. <laughs> Guzman, is it Guzman? Guzan. Guzan. There we go. Guzan. <laughs> if I was cool. Aston Villa, you can't expect me to. <laughs> Premier League, Adam. This is your forte. <laughs> and with that, we are finished this week. Uh, head over to manonpost.com to check out the articles. There's a nice one going up. Well, it's, it's a week out of eight now, but it's by Peter Swallow, and it's what we learned last weekend uh, in the Premier League. Hopefully, he's got more of them coming, because they're very good. Because it was very good. Yeah, really good. Uh, if you want to write for us, get in touch with me on Twitter, at RossBell1984, or with us, uh, our joint account is at manonthepost. Uh, there's the Thursday podcast, which is edited by Colin. That uh, comes out uh, before the Saturday games most weeks. Uh, with Mark drives. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, with Chris and Emma last week, but Mark's normally with them as well. They do all the predictions for all the weekend's games. And I think 
I think they all went basically the same this week, didn't they, Colin? I can't remember exactly. No one um, really went out on a limb, I don't think. No, I think I think Emma's still out in front, but the other two aren't far behind her. Yeah, I would like them to continue to put in the... Um, just for one game each week, put in a score prediction as well, and you get three points if that comes in. Chris, so if you're listening, make sure that happens. Or your podcast won't get released. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all of us from us until next week. So it's uh, you can find Colin on Twitter, sorry, at... Uh, Cass707. You can find Adam on Twitter at... Uh, AdamSA101. And you can find Tom on Twitter at... Alano11. And once again, I'm on RossBone1964. Uh, so it's goodbye from me, it's goodbye from Tom. Goodbye. Goodbye from Colin. Goodbye. And goodbye from Adam. See ya. Until next week, always remember to have your man on the post. Right then, just a quick one, guys. I don't know if you've ever done this before, but do you want to know what your Wu-Tang Clan name would be? Yeah, do it. They're a band, right? <laughs> and um, <laughs> So, so in, the, in the band already are Ghostface Killer, yeah. Inspector Deck, <clears throat> Method Man, RZA, GZA, Raikwon, and I think he's dead now, but Old Dirty Bastard. Yeah, he did. Um, so, who wants to go first? Um, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Alphabetical and all. Let's have a look at this. Arrogant demon. <laughs> right, right, who's next? Go on, I'll go next. I'm loading up my Twitter now. I'm going to change the profile. Uh, well, Amat- another confusing name for me not to understand. <laughs> Ross, you are amateur wizard. A what? Amateur wizard. Amateur wizard, okay. Right, okay, Tom. Here this sounds very hip hop, to be honest. <laughs> oh dear. Tom, you're, <laughs> you're lazy assed hunter. <laughs> yeah, sounds right. <laughs> Let's see what I am. Um, Colin. <laughs> misunderstood ambassador. <laughs> Misunderstood's right. Yeah, um, <laughs> But nice. if we do join Wu-Tang Clan, we, we know what our names are going to be now. There you go. Well, we're still recording, so if anyone wants their uh, Wu-Tang Clan name, get in touch with Colin on Twitter, and I'm sure we'll find you. Yeah, I'll just Google Wu-Tang Clan names. And no, you I'll prefer them to get in touch just, with you just... and you tell them. <laughs> okay, yeah. You've, <laughs> you've become the gatekeeper to this car. <laughs>